I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. We hope that you all have been enjoying our live recordings. Uh, it's been really cool to get like some fresh new ideas. And so we're excited today um, to be recording with Wynn, who we're going to introduce a little bit later. But as usual, we always start with like a quote from a Black woman, Wynn. And so, and then we just discuss the quote. So today, I literally just looked one up. Um, and this one says, it's so clear that you have to cherish everyone. I think that's what I get from these older Black women, that every soul is to be cherished, that every flower is to bloom. And this is by Alice Walker. Myra, what are you thinking about this? Also, I just looked up a picture of Alice Walker and I've never, I've never, I don't know why I've never seen Alice Walker's face, but I, I always hear about Alice Walker. She's beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, if I need to repeat the quote, let me know too, because I know I just started talking. <laughs> yes, please repeat. I got stuck on that it was Alice Walker because I love Alice Walker. Okay, I'm sorry. So it's so clear that you have to cherish everyone. I think that's what I get from these older Black women, that every soul is to be cherished, that every flower is to bloom. Mm, it just kind of makes me think on how um, everyone needs love because that's what keeps you alive and how you can love on someone and it can help them blossom into the love they need to give themselves or to help them grow into a person. Like it makes me think of when you have a child, for example, and you love on them and it's so clear children who are loved on a, in a certain way, how they kind of outwardly love. Like Donika, I think of you, like your family is very... Um, loving on each other right like even like when you talk about them like I think about like your grandma your sister like your mom and how you replicate that in other people and so you help other people blossom the same way that they helped you blossom maybe in different ways in different areas of their life but that's definitely what it makes me think about yeah Ooh. yeah thank you for shouting out my family uh <laughs> yeah no that's sweet and so I guess sometimes I don't think about that I guess because I'm not, you know, back home. So I get to be around it, but it's in, you know, it's it's not as much as I would like. And so, but you're right. Um, I have been instilled a lot of beautiful qualities. Um, when I think of this quote, to be honest, the first thing I thought about is death. Uh, just because it talks about like, you have to cherish everyone. I guess when I see that, I just think like, oh yeah, people are going to die. Um, and I know it's kind of dark, but that's the first thing I think of. And so um, when I think of it in that way, I think of like kind of like that piece of, um, you know, like really, really taking home on the people that we do have here in physical elements um, and physical elements. And so like it's just like I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I'm going to get to cook with my grandmother. And so like it's like really cherishing those moments and taking uh, like even just just being in the present moment uh, because you know, we look up and, you know, even with my aunt, my aunt, she's uh, my great aunt. Uh, she's getting, I think, she, I think she's in more like her late 60s, maybe 70s. And a lot of her friends are passing away and people around her. And I think just like, I'm really close with my great aunt. So seeing that 
it's just like wow you really really do have to cherish you know the people around us um so that's what I'm thinking of when what are you thinking of and if you need me to repeat it let me know Oh, I think I'm okay. Thank you so much for sharing, both of you, Myra and Donica. That's powerful. I think what immediately resonated for me was, ooh, we are all energy, whether we're talking about our ancestors who've, who've been through it, who have paved the way for you and I to breathe. I felt, oh, all that energy that they have moved for us to bloom, for us to be here, present, living the life we want you moving, living in in California, you having this podcast, we are so connected, even the people before us are lifting us up, 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 up and away because they were examples. So yes, we are connected to the present people, but we are bolstered by the people who came before. And that is so beautiful and reminds us we are precious souls. So keep believing, keep honoring yourself and the people around you, just stop for a minute and say, thank you. That's a prayer right there. You're honoring them, you're honoring yourself, you're honoring us all. So when you said that about Alice Walker saying that quote, I'm like, yo, that's who we are. That's who we all should remember to be. It's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, so with that, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce our very special guest. Wynn Pete is a coach, mentor, and speaker who helps women become powerful decision makers so they never have to doubt themselves again. Wynn continues to expand her reach through her daily content and by sharing tools of transformation with tailored offerings, including her private one-on-one coaching, Born Divinely Worthy, her VIP retreat, and her group mentorship program, Self-Defined Healing Accelerator. Wynn is also a songwriter, singer, and a producer releasing the album Woman in Power under her moniker, Wendy St. Kitts, and singles under Violence for Milk. As a survivor of childhood trauma and abuse, Wynn found herself trying to break free from the negative cycle that left her feeling stuck, helpless, and hopeless. Through a series of life-changing events, she found the courage to embark her darkest secrets and the resilience to turn pain into purpose. In this self-reflective book, Wynn gently encourages you to address past childhood trauma wounds and adverse experiences that may cause you to doubt your worth. So to kick us off, first, we want to just lay some foundation. Ask Wynn, what does a process of inner child healing even look like? Mm, I love that question. For me, I say this to everybody. You, Donica, you, Myra, whomever are listening, you are the expert of your life. So some formula that's going to work, if you look it up on Google, inner child process looks like X, Y, Z. That may not work for you because you have lived certain experiences at the cellular level. Your people been through stuff that helps to create a way of thinking and operating and moving through life that you may not even be aware of. So although you may be 10, uh, although you may be 25, 35, whatever, emotionally, you may be five years old. Why? Because you have not, you have emotions, you have feelings that you have not learned to uh, become aware of within yourself and use them to help you communicate. So that when you do communicate, it's from a repressed state of communication. Maybe you have ten temper tantrums. Yes. So the process of inner child healing really is you going to the belly of your soul, of your truth, and trying to understand and be aware of 
why is it that when I feel angry, I shout, I throw something, I isolate myself? Why is that um, when I hit upon a tough conversation I want to have with my partner, I don't say anything, I, I fall back into a shell, and, and I'm stuck in the state of remembering how I felt when I was a kid dealing with a parent that was a challenging personality. So the process of inner child healing really comes down to us looking at why we are sometimes afraid of our emotions and not realizing that there's wisdom in that anger, shame, guilt, resentment that can help us express ourselves in the way that we want to speak, where we want to be heard, where we want to live, where we want to be treated. So it's different for everybody. All about truth and addressing your feelings, your emotions. Absolutely. I love that of kind of like showing that it's different. There's no like one answer to it, right? Um, and I think that's why we wanted to leave with this question. So we could already allow people to know that there's not one singular answer. Um, and our next question, I just want to know, or we just want to know what are some common long-term struggles that you have noticed as a theme that folks do struggle with childhood, childhood abuse experiences? That's again, the to everybody. And it varies for some of the clients that I've worked with. Some of it shows up as just a profound sense of you are not good enough. Whatever thoughts you feel, whatever ideas you have, whatever you want, you are not good enough for the thing. So that reflects in your relationship with yourself. If you don't think you're good enough to have a good night's sleep, honey, that will not be yours. You'll stay up because you're trying to stay away from the emotions that perhaps come up in your dream. So you rob yourself unintentionally of rest. Your body needs rest. You may not think you're good enough. So you apply for the job and they tell you, listen, 10 bucks an hour. And you know that you are worth more than that based on your skills. You should be getting, I don't know, 60 bucks an hour, but you settle for that because you believe that you are only worth this much and your worth is dictated by somebody else's vision of what they see when they look at you, when they hear you speak. Yes. So it shows up there. It shows up where you may, uh, may attract certain people in your lives, energy vampires, whether it's your partner or a friend who doesn't have your best interest at heart because you yourself believe, Hey, I'm lonely. Let me just take what I get. This is all I can get. So the foundational relationship that is with yourself really sets the pace for everything else. And because you feel like you're this small, that's what you attract in your life. Yeah. So that is one profound thing that shows up. You blame yourself for everything that goes wrong, maybe in your relationship, on your job. If you have a certain desire, you know what? I want to take vacation. I want to go to the doctor. You don't do it. You don't ask yourself because you're so fearful of all the people that may say no, fearful that you shouldn't go to the doctor because how would it look? How would your boss think about you? You may lose your job and you live in a bubble of fear, 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 and fear becomes your God. Fear becomes what drives you instead of soulfully knowing that, yeah, yeah, because I am, I deserve this. Just because I am, even with all my story, I deserve this. Mm -hmm. So that struggle is real. And it comes from a scary place of, again, always or haven't always been in a developmental stage where you were hurt, you were told you were less than, you had an idea, you were berated, you were talked down to, 
Hurt was your name. So if hurt was your first name, you're not going to believe love and compassion and, and wealth and prosperity is for you. You're going to say, all I've known is hurt. And that's what you're going to latch onto. So that's why I do this work because we can, we can become the home that we don't want to ever run away from. It's available to us. And I'm not just saying it. I've seen it in myself and my clients. It's, it's available to us. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, in thinking of that, though, have you ever worked with someone and they couldn't make that breakthrough of, of inner child healing? And, and how did you handle that? Brilliant question. How do I answer this one? I'd say this. When we say breakthrough of inner child healing, I've got to tell you, Donica, it is a lifelong loving. There is not no one, aha, and I'm set free, baby. <laughs> I'm going flat. It doesn't work like that. Connecting to your truth looks like a layer cake. Yeah. You may have this first emotion that's shame if you're coming from abuse background, shame. And that shame may turn into another, and you may hit upon that shame, and you it's a more present and immediately accessible emotion. But behind that first layer, if you work through it, you may say, hey, there's anger, there's another emotion under that anger. Blame, there's another emotion. Resentment, so you go all the way down. And when I, one client in particular, when you asked that question, she popped to mind where we walked through that layer. And so maybe she hit upon, we landed on, I think it could have been blame. So she had many, let's call them breakthrough or connection points where she discovered, ah, that's why I'm blaming myself and this person for X, Y, Z. And in that moment, Donica, here's why this question is so brilliant. At that point in our session, that's all she could handle emotionally. Yes, what do I mean by that? We cannot heal what we do not allow ourselves to feel. So if you, Myra, you, Donica, we're in session, we're having a chat, we're working through emotions, and you, you who are the expert of your life, share with me, listen, this is all I can do. We honor that. So Donica, it's, it's a process. It's an ongoing process where you invite yourself, not when, <laughs> you give yourself consent first and foremost to go there. And if you're not ready emotionally, we don't. So it's a stage. It's a stage process. It's a layer process. And then when you deal with life that's ever-changing, I have clients that are doing fantastic, then all of a sudden, grief comes upon them, unemployment, maybe something even more fantastic. They've met the love of their lives. So life happens all the time. And so we're always having, let's call them, if you'd like to use your word, breakthroughs or different connection points. I hope I've answered your question. Ah, Danica, what's coming up for you? I see your, your face, but you're on mute. Let's hear it. Oh, snap. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, no, I think that I asked. This I couldn't find Mary. I asked this question in the sense of like um, thinking about like me as a marriage and family therapist, I recognize that there's so many different stages of healing. There's no such thing as like you said earlier, look at one singular way. And so I just wanted to ask this question, though, just so we can dive a little deeper of basically what you're saying is whatever happens for you is the breakthrough. Right. Um which I love. That's most definitely. And I like how you gave, I'm, I'm loving how you're giving examples. Cause I know that somebody listening to this is going to be like, wow, I've, I've experienced that. That's me. Right. So yeah, no, I'm loving it. Yeah. What Amen. about you? 
for me, it's like all about self-honoring, if I may add. So many of us, Donica, Myra, we don't witness ourselves. We don't give ourselves a moment to celebrate. Oh, I let myself feel that. Wow, I did that. And that self-honor, that hug <laughs> of love is you just taking a moment to do what maybe you're waiting for somebody else to do, to soothe and love on you and say, go ahead, girl, you did it. Go do that dance. Do that. You know, you got to do things to big yourself up and make you feel okay with belonging to you. Yeah. Belonging to you and your full story. And that's what I'm all about. That's why I say you are the expert of your life. Not me, not Danica and Myra. You are, you just got to be ready to go all in and love you. Absolutely. Completely agree. What are some resources that you found to be helpful for folks? Oh, wow. I'm going to come back to the same thing. You guys are going to be, oh, Lord. She said the same thing again and again. You. <laughs> you are the numero uno source of holy work. You. Yes, there are complementary things that you can use, and I'm happy to share with you, but I always start there because you can do all the uh, all the walks in nature. You can take that yoga class, get that massage. You can go to church. You can, you can do that uh, salt bath, all the things on the surface. But if within, within you, in your inner world, Donica, Myra, your thoughts, how you think about yourself, I call it how you your operating system works, how you think, move through life, what you show up with in the world to yourself. If you've not settled within yourself and done the work and looked and unpacked all your feelings and your emotions, if you're hiding from your truth because you think your full story is dark, is dirty, it's unclean, it's not good enough compared to Charmaine, then all that surface stuff is not going to penetrate your subconscious. Your subconscious, you know, the autopilot where you a song comes to you without even thinking about it, where you're driving to work and you don't even think, oh, I just passed whatever, Highway 101, and oh, I'm bam, I'm there. That's the autopilot that you live in where you may be doing all these things, the nails are here, beautiful, but inside you're not you're not feeling good about yourself. That's where you are the number one resource. One, tell yourself the truth, all of the truth when you can handle it. And know that every single emotion you feel, they're doing holy work. Anger is helping you out. That's a teacher of love because in time you can turn that anger around and use it to get to where you want to go faster, as long as you're not hurting somebody. Yes, every emotion God is giving you, if you believe in God, Allah, whatever, Jehovah, every emotion is there to help you get closer to the destination of your joy. You've got to believe that. Yes, but a lot of us don't. And it's fear. Fear is a scary thing. But that emotion feeling was deposited in you because you are your number one resource co-creating your life. But we've got to believe that. And unless we're okay within here, all them nails, you're cute, but <laughs> we got more work to do. And that's loving yourself. That's loving, deep loving. Yes. 
So resources, of course, you can journal. Journal helps you witness yourself, whether it's an audio journal or written journal or photography journal that helps you witness and see where you have grown. Um, some Whatever you need to get to a calm state of mind. Sometimes, as I said before, my client, she could only go to two layers down and we stopped for a moment. So maybe for her, she went to the beach, Whatever you need to get to that calm, quiet, undistracted place, go there. But don't distract. I would encourage you not to distract yourself with ice cream like I used to do. I used to live in the fridge, honey. <laughs> Hagendaz, Hagendaz, that doesn't help Ooh, you long term. Favorite. Hagendaz. Right? <laughs> sustainable, sustainable loving, sustainable hugs of love. Mm. Whatever that is for you. It works for you. Whether it's therapy, that works for you. Again, you are the expert of your life. If it's finding a coach, it works for you. Honor that feeling. Honor that intuitive nudge. Yeah. So I'm curious, given um, your experience, how has your journey kind of presented itself in your work with others? Or has it presented itself? What has that been like for you? Thank you. That's a beautiful question. I come back to the same thing. Sovereignty ownership and belonging to yourself because if, as an abuse survivor as a if you're dealing with they call it small traumas people minimizing you people cutting you off when you're having a as conversation with them people ignoring you disrespecting you in traffic that called a small trauma larger you spread it out maybe you're dealing with adult abuse your toxic a relationship with your parents your family elder abuse whatever trauma happens to look like in your life Whatever it happens to look like, we all have to tap into the truth that is unique to you. Mm -hmm. That's what I, always comes back for me in my personal healing is however Donica and Myra feels, that's where you start. Whatever thoughts they have, that's where you start. Because sometimes we ignore. I've seen in practice, unfortunately, people use their personal experience, which is a good resource, and they project it on other people's experience without honoring what they're hearing their clients, their friends say. Yeah. So for me, knowing that that what you say is valid, what you share is sacred, that's where we start. So that I think I use as the really the foundation of what presents from my personal journey of having my voice snuffed out, of having my opinion snuffed out and disregarding, of having me not believe that, yeah, I should want to experience love in my life, honoring the sacred messages that your emotions give you. That's what I bring to it. What you say matter because you feel it. You say it's real, so it matters. That's what I bring. And then the patience and the empathy, of course, because I've lived I've lived in this space for a while. And I bring all of that knowing that if you, Donica, Myra, give yourself, I can't do the work. You can't do your work for your clients. If you give yourself full consent <laughs> to choose you as your savior, eh, as your divine search light lighthouse to where you need to go in your life, you will get there. You may not know how, step by step by step, but if you feel it here and here, your heart and your head, ooh, child, you're going to get there, knowing that it's your right. You don't have to ask anybody for any explanation. You don't have to ask for validation. You know that's where you're going. So that's what I bring. Your absolute right to give yourself self-consent, to feel and want what you want because you want it. 
That's it. And of course, doing the work. I've got to add this. You got to do the work. Healing is life-term loving. Just like you brush your teeth every day, I'm doing multiple healing exercises, and it doesn't even feel like work. It feels like love. It truly does. It feels like love. Absolutely. Yeah, we love when we ask those personal questions just to get a little bit more keen on, you know, how you're doing this work. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. Um, at the end of Black Women Healing Podcast, every episode, we typically um, end with like a takeaway for our listeners. And so this could be anything that you want to leave with our audience. Mm. I think I have to get a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, I'll leave with this, because this, I think, is so important for all of us to remember. There is never a race to your grace. There is never a race to healing. Some of us feel like, oh, my gosh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to meet my family, too. He's like, I got to be healed. I got to be happy. No, 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 no. You move at a pace that you can handle emotionally. You're honoring your full story that cannot and should never be compared to somebody else because they are not you. They have not walked through your life. They have not interacted with the world the way you have. And you've got to also believe, if I may add, you truly, truly know what's best for you. You do. You don't need a coach. You don't need an expert. You feel it. Your intuition is under there nudging you, nudging you forward. But perhaps you don't trust it yet. Perhaps you don't know how to listen to it yet. And maybe you run away from how you feel. But I say this last thing. You cannot heal what you do not allow yourself to feel. You've got to feel it so that you can walk through it. And the more you become aware of the things that make you feel joyful, make you feel a little sad, make you feel lonely. All of that is helping you get clear about who you want to become. Yeah, And when you feel that soulful right to be who you say you want to be, that gives you the permission and you the authority to be just who you are. All your baggage, in quotation marks, as we say, bring them on here. They're coming with you. Fear, they're coming with you. Joy, they're coming with you and celebrating you because all of that makes you you. You are worthy just because you are. <laughs> You're on mute, Donica. My goodness. This is the, the sorry about that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us all this insight um, and being patient with us. Um, yeah, we really enjoyed you. Thank you. I really appreciate being here with you and all the work that you're doing. So necessary to have the representation, have that mirror looking up before us and say, ah, Myra, she looked like me. Donica, she looked like me. They've been through it. That that feels like That feels like the vibe for me to walk through my story and history. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed our guest. I got two resources to share. If you are in LA, check out Reparations Club. It is a Black-owned bookstore. I believe it's owned by No Name, if y'all are familiar with No Name. Um, and it gives a home vibe. They have a living room area, and they have a lot of Black books. And a book that I purchased recently is called The Power of Empathy. 
a 30-day path to personal growth and social change. And I like that it really breaks down the concept of empathy because it's a word that's tossed around a lot. And it actually gives you some hard ass prompts to think and sit through. There's nothing easy about this book, but I do like how it makes you think. And then the second resource I want to share, um, King Pleasure Basquiat's exhibit is freaking amazing. Um, if you know me, you know I love Basquiat next to Andy Warhol. Like those are my two favorite artists. I love contemporary art. They outdid themselves with this exhibit. If you've been to the broad, he has a few little pieces, but at this exhibit, they have four rooms you go into and they even have how his childhood home looks. They have interviews from his siblings. Um, they have a little room you can dance in and like look at um, like parties that he used to attend. So it's a bunch of pictures of all the different parties. Grace Jones is in the mix of things. Um, it's a little bit of everybody, but this exhibit is freaking amazing. I think it got uh, extended until January. So if you can go and check it out, go there and you're going to go across the street to the broad that's completely free. And then you're going to go next door to the Museum of Contemporary Art, which is also currently free to get your little itch if you're into stuff like that. But it is so good. And then they have a photo booth that's really dope. Like, I love Basia. So I was a little weary that it wasn't going to do what it needed to do, but it exceeded. Like, I'm ready to go back, actually. I'm going back. So that's all I got. Danika, you got anything? Nope. Um, I love the resource that you shared, though. You always going to come with a real good, especially now that you live in L.A., y'all better be ready for the people who live in the L.A. county area type. Yeah, y'all better be ready because Myra be out here experiencing the world um <laughs> experiencing these streets and the world so oh, i got a resource i just <laughs> two more resources so again if you're in la they just recently opened up this studio called black being and it's in inglewood and every wednesday they offer free meditation and they offer also offer yoga here and there but you got to check it out again it's called black being i love the freaking name the second thing is walk good la it's majority black people but they welcome everyone and they do yoga throughout the community. It's completely free. Donation is suggested. And they give out goodie bags. So if you can donate, that'd be great. They're also opening up a studio next year. So they have a, a permanent location. But they're typically um, at Kenneth Hall Park. And I can't think of the other park. So that's two things to meet people in the community. And when I tell y'all that people are so freaking nice, like, they was watching Shyla for me. She was running in the mud. And they, like, had her back. I'm over here doing my yoga moves. They're like, we're, we're watching her. You're good. And this is like 50 other black people. So it was cool to just be a sea of black people stretching and shit. And they brought Buddy out one of the weekends. If you listen to Buddy, I love Buddy, Compton rapper. So yeah, it's just dope overall. That's it. <laughs> Kid friendly events as well. Love to hear it. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully y'all can check out some of these resources that Byron shared. And we will be back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast.